Okay, folks, welcome to Market Wrap. I'm going to make this um, pretty quick. I just did a live stream on um, social media. And we went over some stocks we're watching. I'll, uh, I'll include it, a link to it in um, the email that I send this commentary out on uh, this evening if you want to watch it. So let's begin with uh, weekly view of the 10-year yield, uh, which was now flat on the week. Where's my trend line? There it is. Okay. So it looks as though we're poised on the 10-year yield to close right at resistance. Uh, the indicators still look good. And I'm a bit worried about yields popping up higher here because that's not going to bode well for uh, our gold mining trade or silver trade. Uh, why? It's because generally yields and precious metals trade inversely of each other. When doesn't that happen? It doesn't happen when you have inflation and stagnant growth. When you start hearing the word stagflation, that is when there's a major problem, and that is exactly what's coming down the pike. So at some point in time, I think that the uh, price of gold and rates can rise in tandem. And I'll illustrate to you when this last occurred. And I was even young enough to remember it. Okay, so here's a quarterly chart of the 10-year yield in candlestick. And, of course, overlaid in gold is gold in line chart. Now, ever since Q3 of 1981... The 10-year yield, as I talk about this all the time with the 30-year bond, how it's been an uptrend on the 10-year yield. It has been in a downtrend, which makes perfect sense. Uh, the price of gold during that downtrend has uh, been had many bull markets, uh, but also bear markets as well. But prior to 1981, during the inflationary times of the 1970s, you could see the correlation was just tick for tick. And I believe that that ultimately is where we are going to go back to. The question is, when? So, at current, I'm worried about yields popping up higher here because the inverse correlation remains unchanged. The dollar, uh, we gapped down today, and I think that we're probably going to go lower here. The stokes are very oversold. will pop fairly soon, but I think that it is probably all over for the dollar. Here's the breakdown on a weekly basis. It's going to be very, very difficult to recapture the support level. They may try next week to recapture it, but in all probability, that is going to fail. And I think we're coming down here before we get a real serious bounce, 26 spot 5.6 on the dollar bull ETF, UUP, the symbol. The tips, another update, but, you know, I want to see the tips go higher. So we can't speak our book here, right? Uh, the chopping action, which I haven't liked about the market of late. Uh, I don't like that price action, and I don't like it on the tips. So I'm not confident that we've seen the ultimate lows. We may pull back, do a double bottom retest off of support here. Uh, indicators in the early stages of recovery.
but I'm not overly optimistic yet about the tips. Here's where things get interesting. The VIX, daily chart, a doji star formation. That is a sign of indecision. I talked about this on the live stream briefly, but I wanted to go over it with you folks in greater detail because we are like a coiled spring at current. A big sell-off this week, a, a couple of days of attempted rallies failed, uh, pullbacks which have been supported, defended at the 1331 level. So it appears as though we may get a move higher here on the VIX. That does not bode well for the S&P 500, which is a, a stone's throw away from all-time highs. So that's one of the key reasons why I did not execute a trade on the SPXL today, which is the leveraged ETF putting you along of the S&P 500. The Dow Transport uh, rallied up and into resistance, but rejected. We closed right at resistance. Volume continues to roll in nicely, but you can't ignore these topping tails on top of these candlesticks. Here's the S&P 500, just a stone's throw away. And the price action that we're seeing as we near resistance, not good. Resistance here, pull back here, rally here with a topping tail, a sign of selling pressure, doji star formation here. Maybe we will break out. Uh, today, though, we uh, flashed a filled candlestick, closed off the highs of the day. I can't get excited about this. I just can't. Now, would I be surprised if we saw a surge in the morning or early next week? No, I wouldn't be. Volume, though, is a travesty. It doesn't exist. IWM broke out today. Great stuff. We closed right into resistance. I can't buy this volume, folks. This is horrible, absolutely horrible volume action. So this, to me, looks as if it's a short squeeze, not a, uh, a rally that's being caused by institutional demand for stock. Taking a look at oil. Oil, outside reversal day, bullish key reversal day, all good stuff here on oil. So what we want to do, take our crayon out, and we have a breakout on a daily basis. So crude oil looking good. Stokes rising, RSI, double bottom setup, higher lows, Looking good. Quick peek at gold. Where do we close today? 1498 spot 30. The ounce. I'd love to close out the week above 1500. That would make my week. Uh, and I think we could do it. Uh, Stokes rising. RSI rising. Price stuck in a trading range. Volume meh. Not good. Loving the MACD here. I think we're going to hook up fairly soon. Nugget, weekly basis. We are now positive on the week. Think about how far we came back from the lows of this week. So we added more to our position here. That position is now profitable. Daily chart. Now we did sell some covered calls today. Going out to the 3050 strike, they expire tomorrow. Now, you may be saying, those not familiar with covered calls, I only brought in uh, 13 cents per contract on one of the trades and 9 cents on the other trade. 
you know, it, it, it adds up. I think it was about, it was around 200 bucks. Let's just round it up. I don't want to take my calculator out. So you annualize that $200 on a weekly basis. That's 10400 a year. That's real money. So while, yes, the, um, the price per contract that we brought in was minimal, when you do that week after week after week after week, you keep scalping those premiums for what? Less than 24 hours before they expire worthless? And the 30-50 level is right here at resistance. So the probability of us getting taken out of, the, of those shares is not that great. $29 per share acted as resistance today. So I feel pretty comfortable with the trade. And if we get taken out of them because we closed above $31 per share, that's fine. We'll just sell puts next week against the $31 strike or the 30-50 strike. And we will collect more premium. If they're put to us, so be it. We're back where we began. USLV broke out today. So we're going to be looking to add more here on USLV probably tomorrow. RSI broke out, validating the breakout on price. Angie's List. Looking at this chart, it's a horrible day, right? Outside reversal day, and it is. But when you take a look at it on a daily basis, we are retesting support. That's how I'm, I'm perceiving it. We could very well break. But I believe that at current, we are retesting the breakout point here. And volume today was very, very minor. Very light. And that is it for tonight, folks. Everybody have a great night. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Be well.